I'm going to read Alexander Daddario just dropped a totally sculptured undie This selfie. is the <laughs> Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod. Take two. With Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. All right, let's try this again, shall we? My name is Chris Reavers. That is Mike Fratelloni. This is the Weekly Scramble, and you are the only guy in the greater Minnesota area that's looking forward to the next three days because of the apocalyptic snow event that they're forecasting snow for Snow-nami? Yeah. Snow-pocalypse? Whatever it's called. I don't even know what you're going to call this one. COVID snow? Because Wait, you um, love it. You love I it. I do. I do. It's, it is, uh, I'm going to tell you, it's really fun. Here's how I can tell you I'm into my job, right? Okay. Solar Company, I'm now owned by someone else. I'm so into my job that... I still am excited about snow, right? I'm still excited that we're going to drive a ton of business because I mean, what, what's really interesting this time around, so we're recording Tuesday at like 2 o'clock. Not no one flake. Not, not one, one flake has fallen yet. But we've been extremely busy. I mean, like selling out of stuff and getting more stuff in busy. To the point where when you open the doors, were people rushing in? Not rushing in, but okay. people are calling. I mean, we sold hundreds of snowblowers in the last couple of days. I really? Mean, and some, we've had years where we've sold 200 snowblowers a whole year. And we've sold more than that in two days. Wow. I mean, it's it's like crazy numbers, right? What's interesting is all the big boxes and all like the Targets and the Walmarts of the world, they've been out of the snow season now for a while. Yeah, they transitioned to they Easter. They transitioned. They're selling <laughs> Easter, right? And the Home Depots of the world and the Menards, they're really diminishing the amount of space because they need to set for spring. Spring is our moneymaker. That's our Christmas season. So they get out of it. Fratelloni's sticks around. We like to go deep in snow. We go as right. hard as we can, right? I was going to ask about that. When do you transition? We'd, we'd go, right? It's kind of funny because you'll actually see grass seed on our shelves, but it will have shovels leaning in front of it, right? And we keep those shovels out as long right. as we possibly can. Right. This storm is going to be a doozy, and we are excited for it. In I'm kind of excited for 21 inches. That would be kind of cool, too. In fact, uh, there's a Twitter account that I follow, and his name is Bo Cole. He is a meteorologist. And his Twitter account is Bono's Weather. Nice. And so, and I just he just tweets out funny, you know, interesting facts once in a while because weather happens to come up and the climate happens to come up on occasion on Garage Logic. And he said this. He sent this out five o'clock, five twenty yesterday, uh, and it is the top twenty-four snowfalls in the Twin Cities from eighteen eighty-four to okay. current day, twenty twenty-three. Sure. And I thought this was interesting. He says, I've never been a huge stats guy, so correct me if I am wrong, but if we get over 21.1 inches from this particular storm, it would place us at number two for storm since 1883. Really? Which I found fascinating. Obviously, number one is the Halloween blizzard from 1991, which 28.4 inches of snow fell from October 31st to, when was it, November Second? Yeah. What, I mean, whatever it, it was. It just kept going. Uh, 21.1 was in 1985, November 29. I oddly remember that. I, or I, remember, I remember people referencing it because it was right around Thanksgiving in 1985. Mm. And then, of course, uh, the most recent one was the 2010 17.1 inches that collapsed the Metrodome roof. Oh, I saw that. Back, yeah. back then. So I Memories. thought that was kind of interesting, the fact that this could, this could and has the potential to be the second biggest snow event That'd in be our, really cool and i'm at the point where okay you know Bring what if if we're gonna get this type of snow then let's make it historic yeah let's not get you know 18 because then it's like no. well that's still a pain in the ass yeah nothing would be worse than hitting 
20.5. Right. When all we needed is another half an inch. Like, let's go here. Let's go. If we're going to go, let's go all the way. In Are fact, you? If it's, if it's even going to be 21, then make it 30. And let's eclipse let's the Halloween yep. blizzard. And then let's have some questions about global warming and global cooling. Right. Because now we really question what's going on. Because that would be an epic storm. So let me ask you this. Talk to me. During the COVID era, uh, you guys all worked from home except for you, right? You yeah, came I in came here. in every day. Yep. Okay, so if we get into tsunami world, snownami world, and everyone else is stuck someplace, can you do that from home? Or do you still, does someone have to still get here to run the board? Well, the the benefit we have this particular week is the fact that Joe's not here. That he's already has the week off. So he is. Okay. So I have been doing best ofs uh, yesterday and today, and I'm planning on doing it tomorrow because I don't think that I don't think the heavy stuff's coming down for a while. Okay. I don't think it's going to really hit the fan until late Wednesday, late Wednesday afternoon, early Wednesday evening. Okay. To, to, to the best of my knowledge, in that sure. event, then Thursday is the day that's in jeopardy. Okay, so you um, for, could just say everybody be at home, and then I'll record because you have to be here. Someone has to be here. Yeah, because Joe Joe is planning on being gone tomorrow anyway. Okay, but on Thursday could he re- record from his home? Well, again, or is that not depends if if, if he he's able to even get home. Okay, so can I give you a little advice for the Garage Logic podcast? Sure. When you are announcing a a best of, and maybe some guys have missed the last couple of days, you have to say Joe is not sick. Joe did not break something. Joe is not leaving us. Mm-hmm. Joe just happens to be doing something different. Because I'm listening to all of a sudden I get the podcast Monday morning. And it's like best of. And I was like, wait, something wrong with Joe? Like I get nervous. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong of me? Should I, like, should I about text Joe? you directly? Then? No. <laughs> but I can't be the only guy who thinks, uh-oh. No, you're not. You're oh, not. You're okay. not. I, but if you just I, threw I, out I that, hey, he's fine. Nothing's mm-hmm. wrong with him. Yeah. He's just doing something different than working on the so on the podcast. I should do the opposite of what Tommy Mischke did years and years ago when he filled in on Garage Logic and just said Joe was dead and Joe and said announced that Joe has died. Not uh, funny. I I mean I wasn't working here at the time. I think it's hilarious because I didn't have to deal with yeah, any aspect of it. If I would have, if although you'd have to know if you didn't know Mischke, so you didn't know what kind of a neat interesting fella he was, <laughs> right? You would think, uh-oh, Joe died, which would be horrific. Right. I don't know why I care so much. I mean, I you like do. Joe. You really do. You're, yeah, well, you're why, a P1. Yeah, I am a, a P1. P1. I, I kept using that term the other day. I was at an event, and I was like, this person's a P1. And then I realized that P1 means like the number one listener of anything. You are in the top tier of dedicated listeners to a specific either station or show. But I was using it like I knew what it meant, but I don't know what actually P1 means. It actually itself. goes, it ranges from P1 to P4. Okay. And that means, you know, P4, you're, oh, I, I occasionally will flip to that station okay. or that podcast. Sure. That's kind of what that means. Okay. But I just like... What does P is that percentage one person one? Actually, I, I don't know what. Okay, good. Then I, I don't feel really so bad. don't know what that stands for. I should know. I've been so, in this business long enough that I should know. I what should that be able means. to say it then to somebody because yeah. if you don't know what it means, but I at least knew the definition of what it you're was. in the biz. I, I can say I'm Come in the biz. On. That's right. There you go. Speaking of death, uh, oh, no. yesterday it was announced that former Minnesota Vikings owner Red McCombs yeah. had passed away at the age of 95, and I only bring this up. Because, yes, I do have a Red McComb story. So this was shortly after he had purchased the team in, uh, was it July or August of 98? Whenever it was. Whenever he purchased the team, uh, he came to Mankato. All right. And this was right before I had moved to Mankato in the fall of 1998. And it was me and some friends. We went to Vikings training camp. 
and I had been to Mankato, you know, ten million mm-hmm. times before. Mm-hmm. But this was the first time I was coming as a, a student. Kind I'm gonna of, yeah. I'm gonna live here eventually. Sure, so sure. we were scoping that's it out. That's gonna be my dorm. That yeah, somebody's ex- leaving. Ex- in, yeah. That's exactly where I'm going. So we we came to town. It was me and a couple of friends to to scope it out. To hey, let's go have lunch at at B Dubs and let's do this and <laughs> so whatever. So we came came to town and obviously I'd heard the news because I'm you know I'm a huge Viking fan. I'm sure. I'm 20 years old at the time. I'm a huge Viking fan and so I I have no idea who the hell Red McCombs is, what he looks like, whatever. So we came to town. We had some lunch. We were going to scope it out. We all you couldn't really access because I lived. I was about to move into Gage Gage Hall that fall. But you couldn't get there because that's where the players were staying okay. for training camp. So we just drove by it, and then we found a place to park, and we went to practice. for The Vi- the Vikings were practicing that day, so sure. we, go, we go to practice. And I'm standing there, and I can see you know the, the Royces of the world and all the media uh, nerds were there to, to get quotes. And you know Randy Moss was a rookie that mm-hmm. year, so there was a lot of people kind of huddled around him, and obviously everybody know, knew who Randy was. And all of a sudden I say, well, who's this old guy? Yeah. Literally standing right next to me and my friends. Oh, no. And all of a sudden, uh, I, don't e- I don't even remember who the reporter was, but it was, it was a television reporter. And I didn't recognize that person, so I don't think it was you know, a, a Mark Rosen or a Randy Shaver mm-hmm. or Joe Schmidt. I don't think it was one of the main guys. You would know all those guys. Because I would yeah. have known who that was sure. at the time. So all of a sudden I hear, oh, Mr. McCombs, do you have a couple of minutes? And I'm thinking... Oh, and I looked at my That's buddies and I said, "Hey, look, there's the new Viking owner." And not one of them cared. There's, uh, yeah, we got to go get more beer. Really? <laughs> but it was just okay, kind of cool. Let me quiz you because sure. this seems crazy. In um, 1998, how much do you think Red McCombs paid for the Vikings? I vaguely remember this, and the only reason I remember this, this is gonna, it was 150 million. So here's why I know this. Okay. Am I right? Uh, well, it says north of 200, but awfully close. Oh, I thought it was 150. No. I'm just reading an article okay. from 1998. It said, so, he said just north of two. Some sources confirmed that it, is, it was 250 Well, million. here's why 150 was sticking in my head, because was it before or after? Tom, remember author Tom Clancy attempted to buy the Vikings? Yep, but he didn't have enough money. He didn't have enough money, and I remember that figure 150 was stuck in my head, and the only reason I remember that is that happened to be... A Powerball number over the course of you know that summer. Okay, and I remember thinking, man, if I won the Powerball, <laughs> you could have I could buy the Vikings. And we were driving to. I was playing <laughs> for the Faribault Lakers, a team that I'm still affiliated with now. And we were driving to a game, and all of us were talking about if we won the Powerball. You know, we'd buy the Vikings. Sure. I'm, I'm playing receiver. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going yeah, in. I'm signing good. myself, right? I just remember that being a, a topic of conversation that, that particular summer. That would have been really oh, fun. 98, so that summer he was fun. Owned, owned it from 98. It says, his sources are saying in this article, He's, $246 million, right, in 1998. Wow, I didn't think it was that high, but I'll, I, obviously they I mean, it's, Somebody's writing it down. Yeah. And then what did he sell the club for? He sold it to the Wilf family for, I'm going to guess, around six. Hundred million, six hundred million bucks. Okay. So in seven short years, seven short years, he made himself three hundred, four hundred million dollars, depending on what the sale price is. Yet, had he hung on till current day, day what is it worth? Couple oh, I guarantee billion? if though if the Will family, and I don't think they would have any intention of doing so because there's only thirty two opportunities to do that. 
I can't imagine they would get anything less than $3 billion for the Vikings. You th- oh, can you think of that? Well, Mike, Daniel Snyder put up the Washington Red, not the Redskins, whatever they're called, the Washington Commanders, and he wants $7 billion, and they have one of the worst stadiums in sports. Uh, according to uh, a franchise value website, okay. I don't even care to give them the credit because I sure. don't care. They're not going to call us on it. The Vikings are worth $3.93 billion. Yeah, I, I would guess they I would. And, and here's the thing. What's the what what drives up price? The new stadium ticket prices demand demand yeah yeah because yeah. there's only 32 teams, which means all of these rich guys with massive there was egos. Only 32 teams in 2005 in 1998. There was okay, only 32 teams. But look at what like a less. machine the NFL has now become, where they dominate everything, whether it's television, advertising. It doesn't matter. The NFL is gold right now. I get it, but just think of that. Since when Red sold the team in 2005, it's only 17, 18 years ago, it's gone up almost tenfold, right? From yeah. a little less, eightfold. What a that's a pretty darn yeah. good return for somebody. But they had to they had to convince the city to buy them a stadium, which is pretty nice, yeah, right? Yeah. They had to build. Have you ever been over to their TCO performance? I have yet to go. There is, and I don't really real, have an interest in it. But it's really cool. Okay. There is a restaurant called Kindred Hearth in the Omni Hotel. And it's right there, right? So the Omni Hotel, like yep, before yep. Vikings game, sometimes Vikings fans stay there. It's not really a great fun spot to stay because you're in the middle of Egan. You know, it's not really by the stadium. <laughs> right. But this restaurant, Reverse, it is so good. The woman who owns Young Joni, I'm going to say her name is Ann Kim, but that's not what it is. She is a James Beard Award winning chef. Oh. And she makes, so you go to this restaurant and you're thinking, it's going to be pricey. It looks amazing. Then they'll have a $14 pizza. And you're like, wait. I can afford $14. And like a gin and tonic is $9, not 19 And I'm like, hey, I can afford $9, right? <laughs> and it's like relatively inexpensive for a, in a hotel restaurant that's run by a James Beard award-winning chef. Huh. It's like, oh, this is a really great date night, a really cool-looking place with fantastic food at, I mean, is a $14 pizza the right price? I don't know, right? But it's not a $29 pizza. Right? Does that sure. make sense? Yeah, 100%. I, I was uh, recently at a couple of hotels, and I had to tell one of my girls that if she ordered another coffee from the coffee spot, that I was going to break her hand and credit card in <laughs> half. So I'm like, what are you doing? What? What? How can you not do the math of a $14 drink? Like, what? if Coffee drink. Like a Asia, Asia, you know, Asia bowl drink, whatever it's These called. stories, now that your girls are... And, and I love it, because you know I, I remember back in the day when... When your girls were just little girls, mm-hmm. and they would come into sweet. the show, and they were so sweet, oh, yeah. and now they're just merely on earth to drive you insane. Yeah, I mean, and I love it because they know that it's going to make you nuts. Yeah, one of them said, "It's my credit card." I'm like, "A credit card isn't any money. It's a tool <laughs> that you use to spend my money. So you buying stuff on your credit card doesn't cost mean anything. me money. Yeah, it costs, it, that's my money on that credit card. <laughs> I'm, I, I really so I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey. Do you know who he is? Oh yeah, yep. So like I, I really really think he does things right. And I know Dave does it right. And I'm doing it 100% wrong with my kids. Like, But I know all of his stuff. I know his seven baby steps. I could recite them all. I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey. And everything I'm doing with my kids is backwards. I'm like, hey, you're old enough to like kind of write? Here's a credit card. Right. Oh, you, 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 you can almost press buttons on a cell phone? You should have a new iPhone. And I'm just <laughs> dumb with it. And I'm screwing my kids up. They're probably all going to become mental cases. Well, it might not matter. Yes. Because end of the world. The first sign of the end of the world hit today. <gasps> Which one of the apocalypse? F- falling frogs? Well, this is Dateline. 
Uh, McAllen, Texas. Oh, okay. A 1,000-pound meteor hit Earth in McAllen. What did I say? McAllen? McAllen, Texas. Are you ready for the sound effect? So you would think, and this was confirmed by NASA. Okay. Here, I'll read the story first, and then I'll play you the sound. Part of the meteor that shook South Texas has been found. The space rock came down west of McAllen, uh, video from a home security camera captured a loud sonic boom in the reaction of the birds around the time it fell. NASA estimates it was about two feet wide and roughly 1,000 pounds when it hit the atmosphere. It likely broke into several pieces before hitting the ground. NASA also released a map showing the field or area where the meteors likely landed. Search crews found one of the small pieces uh, in Starr County, Texas. The American Meteor Society posted a picture of it on social media, saying it was the third piece found around the world in the past three days. And this is the only thing that really struck me. Here, I'm going to play the piece of audio. So I don't know if you're going to... Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to play it, and then I'm going to shut off our microphone so that you're going to be able to hear it along with our listeners. All right, so that's legit. Yeah, that sounds cool. But here's what I found fascinating and hilarious. So you're NASA. Mm -hmm. You're confirming that this happened. Yep. That this 1,000-pound rock came into Earth's atmosphere. like 29,000 miles an hour or whatever. And the way that this was captured was from somebody's ring doorbell camera system. Isn't that cool? That's what that was captured from. And what is this all the... And did they did they know the name of it? Did they have a number on this? Was was it meteorite number or meteor meteorite? I'm, this I'm, was a local Dallas uh, news site that did not cite okay, that, but I'm, know, I'm gonna guess it did. Maybe just maybe it had a name, so they had been tracking it, and they thought, oh, this is gonna miss. This is gonna miss us by 211,000 miles, and then sure enough, and it you know if that thing hits full sized, we have that. There's some problems. We so got some good, issues. Good thing the you know what oh. With all this global warming, we're reducing the density <laughs> of the atmosphere, right. which will not break up these meteors, so they'll hit ground harder. Reavers, do some linking here, right? So we need to now make sure we don't use any aerosol spray, hairsprays, mm-hmm. be, otherwise the atmosphere is going to be too thin, or and or ozone's making the atmosphere thick, which will protect us. I just cured it. We're going to have a little bit hotter Earth. But we'll be protected from for meteor. Is it meteorites or meteors? Meteor. What's the difference between a meteor? Isn't Maybe a meteorite a subset of a meteor? Does it? Is it when it hits the ground a meteorite? Boy, that's way above my. I don't know, I'd, I'd kind of like that up because there has to be some difference, like a slag titan and a slag mite. Those are two different well, things. One of them sticks up from the ground, yeah. and one of them sticks down. Yeah, from so the meteor roof comes of the from, the gr- from the sky, and a meteorite has hit the ground. <sighs> Why do you do this? Now I'm gonna look this I, up. I don't know, but that's very meteorite. interesting. Meteorite. Okay, what is a meteor? Oh my God, it could be a little difficult to figure out. I might just be making that up, but it sounds like there should be a distinction. It might be just a meteor flies across the sky. Any fairly small natural object from interplanetary space, i.e., a meteoroid that survives its passage through Earth's 
atmosphere right. and lands on the surface yeah. is a meteorite. Yeah, so I was right. I, little go. did I know. So if it hits the ground, it's a meteorite. If it just passes us, it's a meteor. Isn't that what we have to pay 20 bucks to go look at the hole in the ground in Arizona? Yeah, that's where the big meteorite hit it, although we don't know where the meteor is. right? And then Joe always says, thank God it missed that visitor center. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I, I do like, I, I, you know, the one nice thing about the polar ice caps melting away is now they find a bunch of meteors, meteorites. Sure. Because they're just laying there, right? Because right? they right. were in the ice and now they just melted down and they're sitting there. And I think that would be a cool thing to have. And I, I read a story once, and this is going to be horrible because I don't know any of the facts, but a guy had picked one of these up and he used it as a door, you know, holder. And then they found out that it was like some really weird trillium or something of that. It was obviously a space rock and it was quite worth thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it was radioactive. And, and it was radioactive, yes. Yeah. To hold his door and they, open. And they found out, because he was going to the doctor, and they said, when did you grow this third testicle? And he's like, about the same time I found that rock. Wow. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'll that was, give you that one. was pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. I just made that up, too. That was on the fly. Speaking of natural disasters, I don't know if you've heard about the latest for the unfortunate situation that's going on in um, East Palestine, Ohio. That train derailment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's... Um, there's breaking news in that regard from my most trusted news outlet, which is, of course, the Babylon Bee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Headline, thank you to loyal listener Kelsey for alerting me to this. Ilhan Omar has withdrawn her support for East Palestine after she discovered that it's actually in America. <laughs> nice. Because she supports Palestine because she doesn't, right. she's not a fan of Jewish people, right. from what I understand. Right. Okay. I uh See, John Haidt and I disagree about the Babylon Bee. He doesn't mm-hmm. think the Babylon Bee is funny, and that's why he's wrong and I'm right, because they're hilarious because of headlines just like the that. The only thing I don't like about the Babylon Bee is you can't tell anymore. What's what's fact Honest and what's fiction? God. Yeah, you're right. Right? I mean, sometimes they're like, oh, in fact, it would be an interesting expose, Reavers. You should maybe get a team of scientists together. Oh, yeah. Of researchers. Me and, and my team. And go back to the Babylon Bees and say, well, this happened. This happened. This happened. This is no joke. Okay. Uh, so we were talking on Garage Logic about inflation, mm-hmm. and no joke. A few months ago, the Babylon Bee had submitted a, an a quote unquote an article sure. about uh, the Biden administration agrees to spend six million dollars to discover what's wrong or what's causing inflation. Okay, and I'm thinking, well, my God, this actually yeah. took place. It's right there. There, it just happened. Yeah, that's. I, I don't like when that becomes. Real, I know, right? I mean, it just it scares me a little bit because the world seems tilted. It's it just does, a tiny bit, and that's yeah. why we're here to that's give people a, that respite from reality. What we want everyone to do is have a couple of beers, and if you find yourself tilted, you're good. This just was the, the the story that I discovered uh, late last week that I wanted to bring up with you because we're all animal lovers on this show, right? Heck yes. Uh, two of the the animals that live inside of of my home are rescue uh, animals. Sure. I'm sure they, they were happy to live there, right? And so I found this story, and it takes place, or takes us to, I should say, Niagara Falls, New York. Hmm. An animal shelter is not mincing words when it comes to one dog who's looking for a forever home after being returned three separate times. Oh, no. Ralphie is described as an adorable Frenchie with an attitude. <laughs> The Niagara SPCA in New York said it remains committed to helping Ralphie find a home, but they are warning potential owners and not holding back. We're sure you all remember Ralphie, the adorable Frenchie with the attitude. 
He went to a home not quite two weeks ago, and while the adopter had the right household dynamic, Ralphie proved to be more than she could handle. Kudos to her, though, for making the right decision. There were some bad choices made by both, but they parted ways amicably. He took the CDs, and she kept his sweatshirt. (laughs) So anyway, quote, we don't actually have too many nice things to say, so we're just going to come out with it, the shelter wrote on its Facebook page. He's a jerk. Not even a half jerk, he's a whole jerk. Really? Everything belongs to him. If you dare test his ability to possess the things, wrath will ensure. If you show a moment of weakness, prepare to be exploited. Sounds fun, doesn't it? (laughs) Their Facebook posts have garnered thousands of likes and hundreds of shares, making Ralphie a viral sensation. In the shelter's latest post, organizers said Ralphie was returned less than two weeks after being adopted yet again. The shelter said that they have enrolled Ralphie in an intensive training program, and any future owners must continue to work with the trainer. The shelter said that Ralphie does have a bite history and has been somewhat of a danger to young children and other pets. In a previous Facebook post, the shelter described him as a fire-breathing demon after the second owner returned him because he annoyed the other dogs. This was after the first owner took him to board and train, but the relationship was built on the premise that Ralphie was the boss, so things ended abruptly. Um, You know what you can do in those shelters? (laughs) Right? Not every dog makes it out. Right. Right? right, there's a 16-year-old yellow lab there that would allow you to your four-year-old to ride the damn thing. Right, that yellow lab's just looking for a home and it's laying there. And then some a-hole Ralphie <laughs> is going on because he looks cute. Ten bucks says he's cute. Yeah, he's got yeah. the smooshy, oh, frenchy yeah. face. Oh yeah, he's just adorable, and, but yeah. a prick. Yeah. But this 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 uh, 16-year-old lab's like, I'm just laying here. Like someone help me out of this place. I just want to poop on real grass one more time. He just wants to get out. No one's letting him do it. They're like, let's take this other one that looks good. That Okay, another life lesson. Don't always pick the thing that looks the best because sometimes it's just not worth it. Right? Okay. I'm just saying dogs wise. Right. Although I have the best looking dog and the best dog. Oh. Her name is Polly. Okay. After St. Pauly Girl. Aw. Best dog in the world. See, I love dogs, mm-hmm. but I'm glad I don't have one. You have cats. You can't even talk. I don't no, even know but, why but I here, talk to you. But see, here's the thing. Here's the misconception. I get it. I well, trust me. I didn't want these three a holes mm. living in my house sure, either. Yeah. But uh, I, well, it's your wife and kids. What do you mean? Right. Exactly. It's you know. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I thought we, you meant we when started you said three a holes. Well, yeah, those, okay. those, those three too. But no. <laughs> okay. The 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 what, what would we call cats. it? The uh, the the compromise we came to. Okay. My wife. And children wanted a cat. I did not want a cat. Mm-hmm. So we have three cats. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it worked out. And um, but the thing that the trade-off is, I don't have to get up at two forty-five in the morning to take the damn thing out for a no, walk. No, uh, I don't have to worry about it pooping in my living room. Sure, in the middle of the day, because and cats can be left alone for a day or two by themselves, yeah, yeah, and can, everything's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's the occasional vomit on the middle in in, in the carpet and whatnot, yeah. but that's fine. They don't do it like on the hardwood floor. They're like, I'm gonna do it. I am not ha- kidding you. Half on this. The rug. other day. Yeah. The other freaking day. <laughs> I get home because morning routine is uh, Jess is out the door early in the morning. Uh, I'm drop off kids at school. Dad, come home, get ready for work. Off to work I go. I get home because I always feed them. Usually before we before we head out. So I fed him, come back home, and I hear the, yeah. uh, 
And I'm looking around going, no, no, no. What, 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 where? And I'm saying three inches from the hardwood floor where our kitchen and dining room are. There's carpet three inches from the hardwood floor line. And, and that's exactly where she decided to vomit. And I'm thinking, couldn't you just have moved right here and everything? And I would have been fine. Do the noise one more time. Because I hear it. That's so realistic. You have it so good. You've seen the movie Pets, right? Uh, I think so. Have you seen both of them? I I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Okay. So The the Secret Lives of Pets? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The Secret Lives of Pets. I think I have. The dog is, I think, narrated by Pat Oswald. (laughs) Oh, God. And uh, uh, Kevin Hart is in it, I believe. It's very funny. I think I've seen the first one. It's very, very funny. But there's the opening scene where it's going through. The Bill Withers song is playing, and they're going through all the different apartments in New York. And there's that scene where this big fat cat is trying to get owner gal up so it can be fed. Sure. And she's sitting on the on, on the owner's chest with the owner's got the sleeping mask on and meow, meow, you're not getting up, huh? Okay. <laughs> and immediately the owner leaps out of bed because they hear that sound and they know what's coming. Oh, and you got it. You got to catch it. And you, you got to catch yeah, it. You yeah. can't let it. Yeah, I don't know why cats don't just like, I could do it on the hardwood. I could do it on the, that back by the back door where the rug is. But right? no. No. Nope. Right here. Yeah, right here. Half on the couch and half yeah, on the Even if it was rug. on the mat that's yeah. on the hardwood floor, yeah, that's fine. I can so rinse some. that off. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't know that was going to get you. Yeah, that was really good. Okay. I, I, it was like you were rapping, and I thought someone said you didn't have a lot of rhythm. I'm like, wait, do your cat throw up sound? <laughs> what if we made a rap song, song with that of just actual cats' noises of them doing it? Oh god! Oh, that is. I bet you anything that's on YouTube already. No. That's what sucks about this world is you can't come up with anything. There's great. no original ideas. There's no. I did my my favorite website. Because I think everybody would want to see it is just dog pooping, dogspooping.com. Because everybody looks like when you drive by and a dog's pooping, you're like, hey, look at that dog's pooping. Like a good website of just pictures of dogs pooping. Is that not what I, is that what that was? I'm trying to find, (laughs) there is a, so people often ask me, why, why did you retweet that? Or why Mm, did you, you know, mm. you're so weird. And half the time I will retweet something that I see when, Joe's hammering on about taxes at St. Paul okay. and blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. And, I'm, and he's like, what are you doing? Well, I'm looking at funny videos on Twitter, sure. trying to pretend that I'm paying attention to the show. Sure. But oftentimes I will retweet something so that I remember to show it to my kids when I get home from work. Okay. Because that's the kind of dad that Got I am. Yes. For instance, I did this one where a dog stole his owner's GoPro. And he's running around running the yard around with the, it, oh, yeah. and it's filming him, and you could see the owner chasing after him. That's funny That's to me. That's classic. Um, but there was one, it was a video of a musician, and he had his pet cat. Mm-hmm. And his pet cat, when he was hungry or when he was eating, was would make a funny noise. And he made an entire song oh, with that. that one cat noise on loop. And now I'm looking for it, and I'm not going to be able to find it because that's just how things work. But I thought that kind of stuff is is, is funny. It, it makes so, me laugh. With your town council membership, you get access to this show. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> or without your town council membership, you could have access to this show. Right. So what I'm wondering is, if I'm a town council member of the Garage Logic pod network of podcasts, yeah, yeah. and I can get that extra Garage Logic stuff that I want, and I can watch the show live, right? Because you go live. Why can't I call in? Because no one's here to answer the phone. Is that the answer? Right. So why can't they throw one guy in the office next door oh, 
and let him be a call screener. Are you hating me for this? Please, please. But just think how great call-ins. Some of the best times we ever had on Garage Logic is when someone would call in. Mm -hmm. Remember that great time where the guy's roof was making some noise and and Joe said, you got to get out of that house. Mm -hmm. Uh And then he never told him he was joking. Do you remember that one time that you and I used to do this show? Yeah. (laughs) And now we can't do it anymore (laughs) because I'm bringing up great ideas. I want to, I'm going to write a strongly worded note someone are you really yeah you're gonna you're gonna voice your opinion i'm desperately trying to find this video because i know it would make you for you like ingy like like those characters that you get to call in you know and i i i don't really want to pull back the curtain on uh on on why i hate that idea a lot but i'm but i'm going to since you brought it up yeah what people fail to realize and and chief among them is the mayor himself yeah chief among the, the the reasons why that's a terrible idea is because out of oh, out of 150 of those calls mm-hmm. that would come in, yeah, one of them was worth putting on the air. Yeah, but the other ones, when some guy, I just want you to know that it's the archipelago of what you were trying to, and because he just would tell you something inane that didn't matter. Yeah, but Joe could run with that. You're right. I mean, Joe could make a horrible call so good. He could, but but oftentimes a lot of it was just they had their radio on or they weren't really. Listening, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play one for you. Okay? okay, you got one. And because when we were back in the radio days, because Joe could visibly see who was lined up. No, but well, yes, but oh. he could also see when the phones were were ringing. Okay, because yeah. on our old board system, there were five different call-in lines. There were two hotlines, and then there was one internal line that went downstairs where we would call Dave. Okay, to, to, hey Dave, we're Dave ready Wally for you for weather. Yep. Okay, okay. So when he would see. The lights flashing, he knew people were calling into the show. Okay. Well, I might have been editing up the previous hour, sure. or I might have been looking up a cat video. <laughs> so he, if we went to break, he would say, hey, dip, yeah. answer the phone. And I would say, well, all right. So I'd, I'd stop what I was doing, which mm-hmm. that's what he wanted. All right, fine. So I would start answering the calls, and it was, hey, uh, tell people to turn their headlights on because it's raining. <laughs> all right, thanks. <laughs> Uh, hi, Garage Logic. Who is this? Yeah. Um, can you tell? Uh, I don't want to go on the air, and I would say, okay, thanks for calling. You know, yeah. If you're not going to go on the air, what good is it? And yeah. so he got really mad at me one day, and so I got one of those calls. And oh, said, All right, you just gave it to him. Front of the line, yeah. you're going right yeah. in. So here, here was one of those calls that he so desperately wanted. All right, Maria. Maria. Hello. You're on the air. No, I just wondering. I just asked a question when that was Patrick used to be on from twelve to five or six every night, every day. It seemed like that some days, didn't it? It seemed like it. Is yeah. that his name, Patrick? Yes. Oh, okay, thank uh-huh. you. All right. Boy, that's some good. <laughs> I think he threw <laughs> you a little. That's some good call screen in there, Larry. <laughs> That's some that's some top drawer call screen in there, Larry. Oh God! What are they uniformians or something that like exercise? Once, once in a while. Question for Joe. It said. (laughs) So I'm thinking, okay, this is somebody named Maria who's got a question about traveling in Florida, and here I am. I'm going to help you. I know Randy Wayne White personally. What can Mm -hmm. I do for you? And uh, all I get is, uh, you know. Well, I think it's a good idea myself. So what I did was <laughs> I had to give him a little taste. Okay. You know, here's what you're missing out on. But, you know, cuz he he was emphatic about 
will you answer the damn? And I said, okay, fine. Okay. And then I heard, I, she started saying this nonsense. About, you know what? Hang on. Yeah. You're going right to the head of the class. Uh, but reverse. Yeah. You answered and you your argument answered my opinion. That was <laughs> radio gold. And you know what you didn't talk about? You know what she didn't call about? Taxes. <laughs> she didn't talk about CRT. That might lighten the show. Okay. Right? You I'm know what I'll try, do? I'm gonna make let's I'm gonna get some call-ins for you. You know what, Mike? What's that? Noted. Noted, okay. <laughs> That's like next caller. <laughs> okay, I just think that would be so fun because look at how look at I, I bet you because that's where rookie really won too. But the prop the only other problem though is the only people that have the ability to be able to listen to the show live are the members of the town council. Even better. They could actually call in then. These are these are paid for people who are into it. But that is the I will say this. That is the one nice added feature, not that I want to turn this into a giant promotion for the town council, but some people that are able to email us live in in time, yep. which I think that that's very cool. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. start like a MeWe group or a group me thing where a we what? get text. It's me, we, or group me where I could text live and you guys could see the feed. Oh, yeah. That's a, that wouldn't be bad either. Me, we, huh? Me, we, yeah. It's a, it's a new <laughs> thing. It's not owned by the conglomerates. It's one of those small ones. Ah. Uh, I don't know. That is my favorite is when people are complaining about the establishment on TikTok. Yes. That's always that's yeah, always. Gonna, a, I, I, a, I read a thing about Rumble the last couple of days. And Rumble's back. Remember? Dan Bongiorno's Rumble that got pulled from vaguely, the, yeah. So it was like doing really well because it was this new kind of um, other view YouTube, and then it got pulled. They took it off ah. um, off of Am- uh, off of Apple and just kind of you couldn't get it on your iPhone anymore, right? Okay. And um, so they had to go find their own uh, way to do it, and they came back, and now it's got like 80 million unique listeners a month. Wow. Or unique users. And it's really started to come. So if you if you're not familiar with Rumble, you might want to make sure the show, this one goes up on Rumble because people love this show. I mean, me, my mom will be a Rumble in the jungle. <laughs> yes, that's what will be. It's so good. Uh, all right. Well, there was. Do we have? Yeah, we got we got time. So this story I pulled for no other reason other than. This is such a 2023 story. Okay. Joe will often bring up, in fact, Rookie did this the other day, where he said, well, people have to, this has got to be their wake-up call, where it was banning the gas-powered lawnmowers. lawnmowers, And I kept staring at him saying, are you not paying attention? People don't care. People aren't listening. They're not, they're not, they're too busy to, in fact, the the gas-powered stuff came up in a conversation of five 30 to 40 year old guys this mm. weekend that I was a part of. And I said, Are you guys? Because it came up just randomly. Sure. And f- most of these guys had no idea what I was talking yep. about. Yep. So, do you guys not pay attention to the news? Nah, it's too negative. Too, it's too. So, there you go. Anyway, sure. this is why this story made me laugh because this is the kind of stuff people that are now adults and parents that this is the kind of thing that they're worried about. Okay. Okay. I don't even remember what site I got this from, but I just found the headline hilarious. Okay? Mm. Here we go. The nanny he hired happens to be the girl his wife's high school boyfriend cheated on her with. (laughs) So his wife wants him to fire the nanny for for this reason, but he won't do it. Oh. And I'm thinking, (laughs) is this the reality show... Peanut-sized brain 
we've been freaking reduced to in 2023. Yeah, it's good. That this story was so so popular. How popular? How popular was it? That it was trending. It was trending. And I thought, oh my god, we're doomed. Yeah, we're we're going to go to World War Three. Yet we're not going to hire our ex. Boyfriend. Let me do this again. Girlfriend. The nanny he, he being the husband. The, the husband. The nanny he hired happens to be the girl his wife's high school boyfriend, boyfriend. Yeah. cheated on her with. So if you're not over that, that's your own set of issues yeah, right I, now. I, I don't. I'm agreeing with her though. Right? Oh, a couple of problems you're with not, that. You're not Cu- helping me with Cu- my point, couple of Michael. problems, though. No, but I'm going to cut to the chase on this story. Men never hire the nanny. Never. It's none of your okay, business. Okay, you know what? That's, a, that's right? an excellent you point. You shouldn't have anything to do. That's an excellent point. If you're hiring point. a manny, go ahead and get a manny, right? If the male nanny, yep. you hire the male nanny. Female ma- nannies, you just let your wife pick them, right? right. You shouldn't right. even be in the room. Right. Secondly, if I hired a girl who was of such ill repute that she had cheated or you gone out with a guy who was dating someone else? I don't want that person teaching my children. No, but this was the daughter. Yeah. No, yeah. Th- no, wait, wait, no. This wasn't the daughter. I thought this was the girl. The nanny he hired. Yes, the nanny kid. he hired, the woman he hired. Happens to be the girl, his wife's high school boyfriend. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So she, this girl, this nanny, slut, <laughs> slept with this girl's ex-boyfriend in high school. The hell, I wouldn't hire her either. No okay. thanks. I guess I thought it was the daughter of no, the. No, I mean oh, that's, that, okay. the daughter would be once removed. You can't be Fisher, that mad. Wouldn't she be a little old then to be nanny? No, it depends. I mean, what, I this, you got to remember they could be twenty-one. Well, according to the picture, she's she's okay looking. Oh, she's pretty too. FYI, guys, don't ever hire a pretty nanny. All right. Because you know what you can't. You know what you never do. You know what you never do to a pretty nanny is say, oh. I did not feel good last night. Will you go into the bathroom and just clean up the bathroom a little bit? <laughs> you don't do that to a pretty nanny because a pretty nanny, you're too embarrassed. You know, oh, my underwear that I left on the floor, pick those up. But a a, a not great looking nanny, she's doing all that stuff for I, you. I do remember it was a time when I don't think William was in school yet, but it was one of those deals where we either didn't have daycare coverage and our parents weren't uh, able and so... Jess had called around and was referenced by someone that she, you know she knew, and I remember the, the 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 great young woman that came to watch our boys for the day came to our house, and I felt really awkward just being there without Jess being there. Of course, and I just thought Shouldn't I be. gotta go, I, yeah. I gotta go to yep. work. Yep, you know what I mean. Shouldn't like be. I just remember feeling awkward just being there. Well, I told you that when I was married, we had hired a like a a young gal who was a chef, and okay. we said, hey, it would be better to have someone come in and help us with meals. Sure, and she was kind of a nanny slash chef thing. And then all of a sudden, and and she was pretty, but she you know my wife is beautiful at that you know yep. it, it, when I was married, I you know whatever and. Um, all of a sudden I'm like, look, and I'm like, I'm doing dishes and my wife and two kids and the chef are sitting down eating dinner. I'm like, the hell is going on here? Like, how did I get looped into, I'm the one working now for someone I'm paying to cook. And my wife is just, oh, I'm chatting with her because she's having a lot of fun. So (laughs) note to self, never hire the nanny ever. If you're the man, let your wife do it. It's way easier that way. Boy, you know what we do? 
We, we change lives on this yeah, show. Yeah, we're doing community services. Thank you, Michael. Reavers, you're the greatest. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would ge- genuinely appreciate it. His name is Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers. Get ready for your first Minnesota golf round of 2023. The 32nd Annual 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. Grab your foursome and check out all that this year's show has to offer. Free lessons from PGA professionals, great deals on apparel and equipment, plus your chance to sink a putt for $100,000, and so much more. Tickets and more information at minnesotagolfshow.com.